Welcome back to Alpha and Salts, the random Alpha podcast with your host, Alpha J. Wolf, and due to our other co-host not being available for many reasons, we have a returning guest with us today, the iTunes fanboy. Hello? <laughs> and of course, Beatrice is also happily willing to be on this podcast. <laughs> uh, him and the cat interruptions. It, it gets funny quite often, actually. Yeah, the cats just, yeah, cat interruptions have been a thing with my channel since, I don't know if the my cats interrupted my original 2016 videos, but I know when I started doing them again in 2018, they interrupted. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I do especially have to thank him for coming on, because I don't know if you guys have been paying attention or not, but it's been, I don't know, at least a month since I've actually posted an episode of the podcast that is in part okay one time it was completely my fault pretty much every other time it's because salt's just not available due to being overloaded with schoolwork yeah and so yeah thank you for coming on I want to say last minute but technically you had like 20 hours to prepare yeah so and all and also the and besides, schoolwork isn't that much for me because I'm only in 7th grade, and also, right now we're having to waste a whole bunch of time practice testing, because state testing is coming up. Oh, uh, yeah, state testing has... I'm so grateful I do not have to deal with that anymore. I won't have to deal with state testing once I go, go into high school. Yeah, I stopped doing the state testing once I went into high school. Yeah, oh geez, that was so... I've hated those tests so much for... One of the biggest reasons is what we had to do them on. My complaint wasn't we did them on Chromebooks. I was okay doing them on Chromebooks. My problem was the Chromebooks that the school uses have like 10, maybe 11 inch displays on them. My Chromebooks, I think, have... Yeah, my Chromebooks, I think, the Chromebooks at my old elementary school, I think, had even smaller screens. Wow. I'm surprised they can make laptops that small. It still had a full-size keyboard, so it had to be maybe 10 or 11 inches of display. Then again, the bezels on that thing were just so huge. But because of that small display size, and actually, I think that's kind of what made me the big screen adamant person I am today. Every time I took that test for at least an hour and a half per test, staring at that tiny display, I went home every day with a very bad migraine. So yeah. bad, in fact, that I've had to tell the teachers, I can only do one test per day or I'm going to have a splitting headache. Yeah. I, yeah, and the, rule, and the rules for my stay are literally the exact opposite, so... You can only do them on paper, and you have to do them in person. Really? Yeah, really? Which is irritating because I, oh boy, state testing in my state is probably one of the strictest ever. Even wow, I, I did not know that because our state testing, it's called. Oh my god, I can't. It's so sad that I actually remember what it stands for. M step, Michigan standardized testing of educational progress. Yeah, even the students have. Yeah, even the my classmates have nicknamed it to mean other 
other funny things, but I'm not going to stay that because I don't want people knowing what state I live in. Let's stop talking about state testing and let's do something more entertaining. Yeah, I've got a couple notes. I mean, I've had to revise them for a little bit because they kind of require more context with how me and Salt talk about things, but I did find some more topics that I'm pretty sure we'd both be more able to talk about. Like, for example, um, iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> so I've tweeted a bunch of times how I'm trying to get a new iPhone. I've talked about it in so many YouTube videos, and let me just tell you, the process of getting a new one is, well, for me, at least, very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, my, yeah, my dad, my dad, my mom and dad used to hate. My mom and my dad and one of and one of my mom's friends hate, hated it so hated it so much. Hate hated how you would transfer data so much that my dad that's one of the reasons why my dad got his fire phone and my mom's friend switched to a samsung mm -hmm. but actually that's not really the most i mean i don't mind switching phones to be honest i've i get new devices so frequently and transfer my data over to them. I mean, compared to the rest of my family at least. So because of that, I've just gotten used to the switching. My problem is actually trying to get a deal on the iPhone 13 Pro Max. That's the one I'm going to go for, obviously. Yeah, that's one of the, and my mom actually I've actually discovered something hilarious that AT&T has going on right now. There's a deal going on where if you have an unlimited plan which was something my family has actually talked about getting before actually um, basically you can trade in a qualified phone like for example my tennis max here is technically a qualifying phone except I'm not trading that thing in because I love this phone way too much but I could buy like a barely working it has to work but I can buy like a barely working iPhone 10R or 11, for example, trade that in with AT&T and I can get a new 13 Pro Max for free. Hmm. Yeah, I could do some, yeah, yeah, my, I wouldn't be able to do that. If I wanted to get the iPhone 13s back when I was still maining my iPhone 8 Plus, there was absolutely no way that I could trade that in. One of the reasons why my mom gave that phone to me was because it's cracked on the back and has been for quite a while. And it's also mm. pre pretty rough on the front. In fact, I can show it if I show show my iPhone 8 Plus right here. If I take it out of its case. As you can tell right here, you can tell that uh, it's definitely cracked on the back and Ooh. on the front yeah, it's it not is. exactly in great condition either. I mean a few scratch marks, but yeah, it's yeah, I'd say the back, back glass being cracked, that's a bit concerning. Yeah, I obviously haven't gotten it replaced because replacing back glass on these iPhones is impossible. And I definitely And expensive too. 
I don't want Apple to try to fix this phone because first of all it's not my main phone anymore. Secondly, it costs way too secondly, they would replace this phone, which I don't really want them to. Especially or they would either update this phone because this phone is still running iOS 14 and because I just never bothered to update it to iOS 15 and I still kinda wanna keep it on that. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised in my two years of ownership. Despite that, I am one clumsy person. I drop like a gazillion things, this phone being one of them. I have a case for it. I just took it out of its case because... I mean, they went to all the trouble to make this out of premium, nice-feeling materials, and we're always covering up these cases. So I take it out of my case every now and then, but I still drop this like a gazillion times, and I'm surprised that... The glass hasn't cracked yet. Yeah, because my mom's phone. Because this iPhone 8 Plus obviously cracked in a case. Mm. And my. Yeah, cases do not actually entirely protect the glass. In case anybody is wondering that. Just because you have a case on that, that doesn't mean your glass is actually safe from, well, shattering. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, Apple Maniac YT, who will actually be a guest on my podcast at some point. You should check his channel out. It's pretty. Yeah, guys, he's actually got a new podcast. I, uh, could you be honest, real quick? Was I the inspiration for you to actually start a podcast yes. in the first place? <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Because I know <laughs> I've noticed you've been tweeting so many times. Hey, should I start a podcast? And this was after you were a guest on mine. Yeah, so I, yeah, I've been, th yeah, I debated it and finally created one and got a co-host, so, mm -hmm. my, I will yeah, be I've been, recording. I've listened to, did you guys come out with the fifth episode yet? Because that will be, I haven't we're seen going, we're going to begin recording that tomorrow because Tabby Pears, my co-host, is currently having trouble with his computer because his MacBook's keyboard stopped working. Mm. That's, That's not, not good. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to every episode except... I'm trying so hard to listen to the fourth one, except I honestly can't hear it. Yeah, that's why... And that's, that's one of the my... reasons why I bought my Bloom Yeti mic. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I can hear you just fine. It's actually Tabby Pears that's even harder to hear, to be honest. Yeah, ta yeah, I, yeah. Hopefully that'll, yeah, hopefully that'll make it easier to capture his, his audio. I mean, an advantage to that blue snowball mic. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Funny enough, I've actually used that exact same microphone last week in another setup at my digital media class I've been going to. It's the one class I've been driving to, like, 17 miles away. Uh, that mic is very good for capturing audio both in front and behind. Yeah. So it should pick up your speakers better. Yeah, and I also don't keep my MacBook's volume super loud either because it just dry. It drives my MacBook. It drives my MacBook. It drives my ears nuts when I have it too loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I usually, the way I do it is most of the time I actually have 
anyone in a different room, they're all recording their own separate audio. And then I just take it into iMovie, adjust the audio levels myself, and then export it as, well, the video version first. And then I do even more tweaking because uh, on YouTube, for those of you who only stick to one platform, audio or maybe video only, YouTube, there's no ads. And that's because this channel is basically not monetized. There are actually ads on non-monetized channels. Yeah. yeah. To my surprise, actually, they put ads on... Do you recall my... The iPad Pro isn't what you think video? Yeah. They put ads on it! They put ads also on my one... Uh, at least one of my Windows... My Windows 7 2021 video, I think they put ads on that too, all without me making money off of it. Yeah, I mean that that particular video, you notice when I took a screenshot of my content and saying, you, you notice there's a lot of them are marked copyright claim, copyright claim. And the reason for that is because the outro song I use on the Gadgets channel is from Epidemic Sound, and they do not like the fact that I don't have an Epidemic Sound account. So they just copyright claim all my videos. They don't, well, they at least demonetize them. They don't actually copyright strike me, but they're not eligible for monetization. That particular video did not have any epidemic sound music. There's not a single copyright claim at all. And yet I still got ads put on it. Yeah. That's the weirdest part. Yeah, I have, yeah, I, yeah, they put, uh, yeah, my, Again, I don't really use outro songs or anything. I just use iMovie songs when I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the video version of the podcast, there's no ads primarily because this is not a monetized channel unless YouTube decides they want to put ads in themselves without my consent, like they did before. The audio version is... It's technically monetized, but I actually don't meet the threshold for getting paid. I need to generate like $10 a month in terms of ad revenue, and I've never... The closest I've gotten is like $6 or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks. I've got my chan my podcast monetized in terms of the audio form, but I can't even actually get paid because I don't meet the threshold. Urgh. Yeah. Being a small content creator is hard. But anywho. Um, so yeah. Um, the iTunes fanboy now has a podcast. Feel free to check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes and description depending on what platform you're listening to. Anywho, we were talking about iPhones. Where did we leave off in that? <laughs> hmm. I have a question. You have a question. I might have an answer. Have you have you ever have you ever actually used a skeuomorphic iOS before? I've unless you consider the iPod Nano skeuomorphic and or iOS, then I've never actually owned a I've never owned a device that has run the skeuomorphic graphics. Yeah, the... I mean, I don't think my iPad 4... Yeah, you know, I don't even think my iPad 4 here shipped with the 
version of iOS that was skeuomorphic. Yes, it did. It shipped with iOS six, the last skeuomorphic. Oh, it did. One. Yeah, oh, you can okay. actually down. You can actually dual boot iOS six if you want to. Hmm. You yeah, just I, have to jailbreak it. I couldn't recall. I thought it was somewhere around that time. It's just I couldn't actually recall. But in my entire time of owning devices, I've never actually owned a device that had the skeuomorphic design of iOS running on it. My mom used to have an iPod Touch. I don't don't quote me on which generation it is. I have no idea, but it did run the skeuomorphic version of iOS. Guessing it is no longer available. Exi guessing you know your family no longer has it. I have no idea what happened to that thing. I honestly don't know. You should actually. All I know was it originally came from my grandma. She got rid of that because she finally got a smartphone. She is not tech savvy at all, but she finally just gotten a smartphone and got her music put on that. So gave that to my mom as her iPod Classic had just died at the time. Except, what was wrong? Something happened to that iPod as well. I just don't remember what. Yeah, I obviously, but, I obviously have all the classic iPod touches from the fifth gen. Because I don't have a sixth or seventh gen yet. Yet I have, yet I have, I have a first gen, but the backlight went out. Two second gens, both of them work. Two third gen ones, one works in this box, the other. The other one, unfortunately, which ran iOS 3, didn't. Three iPod Touch 4s, one runs iOS 4, runs, one runs iOS 5, Tever downgraded, one runs iOS 6, and one iPod Touch 5 that is that runs iOS 8 but is dual booted to iOS 6. Mm. Yeah, as you guys can tell, if you don't watch his channel, which I wouldn't be surprised if you guys wouldn't watch his stuff considering he's got, like, how many more times the amount of subscribers yeah, I've I do. Got 350. I've got around 350 currently. Yeah, you Yeah, you've done a good job growing an audience compared to me. I basically just make videos like an idiot and pray they get views. Again, I've been on YouTube longer than you have. I mean, when did you start like 2019 or something? No, I started in 2016 doing Baron oh. videos and then Oh then yeah, I, so yeah, I, I didn't join until I, then I left YouTube and I started uploading again in very late 2018. This time, that yeah. time, tech videos. Yeah, I actually joined 2018, but that's with the original, the Random Alpha channel. That's when I actually joined 2018. Except I didn't really actually start like throwing loads of videos out like I do today. So, yeah, I didn't really pay. I I had a consistency in early 2019, but then late 2019, early 2020, everything just kind of inconsistent incons uploads were scarce on my channel. Then in the summer of 2020, mostly due to the pandemic and me being bored, I started uploading to YouTube again. Yeah, that's kind of what happened with me. I've had a long pause where I basically couldn't upload anything because I was too busy and the internet sucked so bad at the time. I mean, it's better now that we've switched providers a couple of years ago, but it was, yeah, 2020 when the pandemic hit, it, me and my sister was just so bored, we just started making videos again. Yeah, I'd, yeah, now, now even though there was no pandemic, I still, 
upload to YouTube because I've grown quite an audience. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is that back in fourth grade when I started doing tech videos, most of my friends were not fond of what I did and they thought that I should create a Fortnite channel even though I had no capable devices at that time. That's the funny thing I've actually noticed about a lot of other, at least students and classmates. When I've mentioned that, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. I technically have seven. Yeah, seven. Um, they all expect at least one of them to have like gaming content. Yeah, they. Yeah, I remember one classmate telling me that subscribers and views go up when you do Fortnite videos. Yet I didn't do Fortnite videos, and now I have no idea how many subscribers. And now I'm going to guess that my YouTube channel has more subscribers than any of my classmates. Yeah. Yeah, it drives me nuts how everyone just assumes, oh, YouTube gaming. It's like they associate YouTube and gaming when, honestly, I associate Twitch and gaming more than I do YouTube and gaming. But, I mean, even then, I'm still not a gamer, and those... I'm trying to think, how could they possibly have... The, they, these people know me. They know who I am. I've gone to school for how many years now? They know who I am. And how do they think, well, I'm just this... I like video gaming. It's Because the truth is, I'm not much of a fan of it, especially ever since the Wii went away. So Yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm a bit surprised that Nintendo... I'm a bit surprised that Nintendo didn't add that kind of activity for playing games after the Wii went away. Yeah, if you had to ask me real quick, what's, in my, in my opinion, what is the superior gaming console? It's not Xbox, it's not PlayStation, it's not even the Nintendo Switch. It has to be the Wii. Yeah, my parents actually used to have a Wii. Yeah, we still have ours. I'm, and I'm surprised it's even still working, actually. But yeah, we still have ours. Yeah. 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 In terms of video games, honestly, that it was the Wii that actually made them fun to me. Yeah. Because I'm not just sitting on the couch, mashing buttons on a controller or maybe a keyboard, moving a mouse and such. I'm actually standing up being active. Yeah, that's one... Yeah, Nintendo has tried to replicate the Wii a lot with the Switch, but that's why... They've honestly done a very bad job in terms of that. I don't have that same feel. I've messed with the Switch before. I don't have one, but... Yeah, honestly, they killed off a product that brought a gaming experience... I mean, as Mr. Who's the Boss put it, brought the family together. There was six-year-old kids playing with their 60 or 70 year old grandparents yeah and they're both having a blast yeah they, yeah that's pretty yeah and enough and i didn't ever find traditional gaming consoles to be that fun either because i remember for christmas of 2011 my parents got me i think my it was my parents got me a mobigo have you ever heard of those no i haven't paid much attention to the gaming industry the, so. Well, it's like it was meant to be a gaming little gaming console for kids with physical controllers and everything. In fact, I actually have it. It's right, right down, right down here. Hmm. 
Yeah, I've never seen that before. Yeah, but that. But of course, in case you know know my whole Apple device story, you probably guess what? Guess what? Guess what other device I also had at that same time? Hmm. An iPad. Yeah, I had an iPad one at that point. <laughs> point, and I just preferred iPad gaming so much more. Yeah, if if we want to talk about handheld games, I mean, sure, people say they like the Switch and such because it's roughly the size of a smartphone or a small tablet, and it's got dedicated controllers and such. But I honestly, if I want to do mobile games, which I don't even do that often, I don't play those games that often, I just pull out my smartphone. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny how just a lot of teenagers, they associate YouTube or pretty much any streaming platform, because YouTube has a streaming feature, they just associate all this stuff with gaming, and I'm sorry, I don't enjoy that stuff. I mentioned this in my vlog the other day. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Now I don't really play games much anymore, that kind of, just because Star... Just because I used to play games all the time back when I had my iPad One, my iPad Mini One, but my with my iPad third generation, that's when I started needing more storage than sixteen gigabytes. So I was getting pretty cramped on storage and just got more used to not being able to play games. So that's kind of how I got to not really gaming much. Yeah. yeah, my my thing was just well the Wii went away basically, which means the one thing with video games that I actually enjoy doing. It's gone. I tried to get into at least some games, like at the time when I was young, my mom tried me introducing me to like, what was it called? Math Blaster, I think. It was an educational game that I kind of enjoyed for a bit, and I've tried other different games, but I mean, the types of games I play, they're not like Minecraft or Fortnite, all those other popular games, are, especially the shooters. I really hate the shooter games. It disturbs me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Call. If you want to call me weird with about that, that's fine. But I honestly do not like the shooter games, and honestly, I think it comes down to moral reasons as of why I don't like it. Yeah. It's very interesting how we don't. Yeah, it's. I, I find it intro. Yeah, I found your Apple device story to probably be the most unique of them all, just because with me and most of my. and most of the other people I'm subscribed to, they just kind of got Apple devices and slowly built up their Apple ecosystems that way. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm definitely a weird one considering that uh, both my parents. I mean, they've, the one Apple, there's two Apple products that they used before. They used to use a Mac back when they were in college, and it was because it was a gift from my grandmother, so they both shared the Mac while they were in college, and then they both had iPods. Other than that, they did not like Apple, and it was primarily because of high prices. They just don't care about technology enough to the point where they can justify spending a lot of money on their tech. So. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's been. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's been so hard to try to. Get, that's one of 
That's one of the reasons why I've only been successfully able to convert my mom over to a Mac. My dad's thought about it before, but he just didn't like the prices. And my aunt has to use her computer for work. And her PC for work. And so, and my grandmother, who just doesn't really use computers that computers for anything intensive, she doesn't see the point in buying a Mac. Yeah, so with... I mean, price honestly is a big factor, and I can under I can understand why people might not want to buy these expensive things just because they can get something, maybe not exact, but fairly similar at more affordable prices, and that's why they stick with Android. They think I'm crazy for going with Apple because of their high prices. Yeah, they, yeah. They, <laughs> but the thing is, they don't see how there's some I'm. Best way I put it is I value the user experience in my tech. I want to make sure that I'm not frustrated with it because I use this so frequently and so much to the point where it's a valuable tool to me. And because it's a valuable tool, I want to make sure I actually get a good one, yeah, which is why I'm willing to spend more money on it. Yeah, one of the reasons why I've actually gone with iOS this whole time instead of Android was because... I just thought it was easier to use, and especially when you're a little kid, you you pro you don't really want to be frustrated with your tech. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I um, technically I didn't grow up young with my parents using smartphones when they came out, and that's because it took forever for my parents to actually get onto smartphones. They've been on flip phones for so long, so. Um, but even when I was young, the people I had been exposed to were my grandpa, who was, he hates Apple, so he uses Android, obviously, and Samsung. And I have another friend who also uses Samsung as her daily driver. And even when I was young back then, I didn't find them too difficult to use. They were different and... Yeah, sure, I had a slightly more difficult time actually trying to find some stuff because, well, the app icon or maybe the name of this process is slightly different, but in terms of ease of use, I actually think that both iOS and Android are fairly easy to use. Like, Android's not difficult to use, it's just different. Yeah, and one thing I always liked about iOS over Android was the fact that all my apps were just on the home screen. That's why I got really, and that's why I'm really irritated with Apple for changing that. Yeah, the, my, my grandpa actually, I, I don't know if you've actually noticed, but back when I was on my Samsung, and I've shown this off in a couple of videos, all of my home screen setups, especially on the Samsung, even though I can customize, place the icons wherever I want and such, I arranged it exactly like I arranged an iOS home screen. Yeah, I, yeah, I would do a similar thing, but yeah, but unlike my grandpa you, called I me nuts. Like, why do you arrange it that way? Yeah, I, yeah, unlike yeah, unlike you, I've never really left. I have not ever left Apple completely. Yeah, I've never truly started with Apple. I've originally came from um, Android and 
Android and Windows, I guess I'll say. I can't really say Microsoft, but yeah, still. Android and Windows, that's really where my background came from. And just in time of growing frustrations, Android not so much. It was primarily the Mac that drove the force to switch to Apple. And that's primarily because, well, Windows sucks. Yeah. It used to be great with Windows 7. Um, tried out 10. And I've had... I've consistently had such a nightmare poor experience and the fact that they were getting rid of the software that I love in the process. I mean, John Prosser stated this perfectly when he mentioned he was switching from Android to iOS. Frustration is the key to change. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, and when to... Microsoft, I think, is the worst tech company when it comes to learning failures... They've done, yeah. I, I mean, I'm very sure Microsoft is one of the worst companies to learn from their mistakes because they screwed up with Vista, and then somehow they managed to get right back at it with Windows 10. <laughs> well, enough. Well, so Windows ME was really hated because it didn't use i, because it didn't because it had such high requirements. Windows Vista was also hated because it had such high requirements, and now Windows 11 has high requirements. Yeah, I can understand why people will hate that for that. I don't understand why people will swear by Windows 10, though. To me, I just don't get it. Because even though it doesn't have as high of system requirements, though honestly it really should have due to how it ran on those Vista computers. Ooh. Yeah. It's they just... even ran on... The oldest computer to run officially support Windows 10 is probably from t is around from around 2005. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. And honestly, it really shouldn't have gone back that old due to just how bad it performed on those older computers. But even yeah, though when one I in one thing I'm a little bit yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, Oh, I guess I'll continue. Even when, jeez, uh, come on, I got off track. Um, even though my first experiences, my initial experiences with Windows 10 were on those Windows Vista computers at school, basically, what drove home the amount of frustration was pretty much just, I'm running Windows 10 on a brand new high spec device and it still cannot perform like it should. It still has these inconsistent problems, and I hated it. And so Microsoft, yeah, and you can't forget that Microsoft has tried nearly four times to get to make phones. They have tried four times. To Their first attempt they? was yeah. Windows Mobile, which actually succeeded. Second was Microsoft Kin, which was the biggest smartphone disaster in the history of smartphones. Oh, yeah. It was discontinued within 48 days. Yeah, I mean, just by hearing... <laughs> they're trying to advertise themselves as a smartphone, but what could it do? Oh, yeah, you can't forget about the Windows Phone and then the Microsoft Surface Duo. Oh, yeah, the Duo is... <laughs> Windows Phone... I was so confused initially on the Duo, and then, I mean... Just by watching MKBHDs and Talos of Text reviews, I am surprised 
that the Apple sheep actually, he already knew the device was bad, but he spent the $1,400 anyway to get it. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah, it's, yeah, it looks like a Kyo Sierra Echo from 2011, the first folding smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, the Surface Duo is a complete disaster. Even the Duo 2. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I'll give Microsoft credit. They actually tried to fix some of the issues. They were trying to fix some issues that the original Duo had. It's just, well, in the process of doing it, they kind of created themselves new problems. Oh, and the performance things that they said they were going to try to fix, they completely failed on that. I have no idea where they said, Hey, we fixed the performance issues with the Duo 2! Because if you watch MKBHD's video, uh, you might discover, no, they didn't. They... Yeah, they... Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, so Microsoft actually got sued and lost this lawsuit where they were forcing Internet Explorer on everybody... I have a feeling they're going to have that happen to them again with Edge. Yes, I know. Due to how much they're pushing. I mean, if I'm being honest, Edge isn't a terrible browser. In terms of usability and such, Edge is not terrible. It's not the end of the world to use Edge. But I can understand why people would want to continue to download Chrome or Firefox anyways, and it's due to the fact that well, these are long-time browsers that have been, in, not just because they've been established a long time ago, but they've also baked in features where there's account integration. Yeah, and another irritate. Yeah, and Chrome. Yeah, and Chrome. Yeah, I actually did a speed test between Chrome, Firefox, and Microsoft Edge and Safari back in late 2020 on my 2013 MacBook Air. And though that was a slow machine tested out on, Microsoft Edge lost. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah they've been... Microsoft's just not doing too hot in the number one thing that they've been focusing on for years, software. They've lost me on Windows. They've lost me on the web browser. They've, I mean, okay, the web browser's not terrible, but I do not prefer to use that. I would rather use Firefox. I mean, Chrome's fine too, it's just, if I had to go, I'm saying Firefox and that's because Safari's not available on PC. My preferred browser is Safari, but if I can't use a Mac, then I'll say my favorite web browser would be Firefox. Yeah, Safari used to be available on Windows, but they obviously removed that long time ago. Yeah, it was so funny to actually, I caught the clip where... Steve Jobs was actually introducing Safari on to Windows and his comment hmm kind of odd how we have one of these things here although did they actually get a Windows PC or did they actually use a boot camp on one of their iMacs they couldn't they couldn't boot camp didn't exist back then okay so they did actually get an actual PC I couldn't even tell because I mean boot camp I mean, I know it exists, but I don't know when it came out, essentially. Bootcamp so. came out with macOS Leopard. Hmm, okay. Yeah, so it wouldn't have existed then, especially. Yeah, so back then, the current OS was Tiger, so... I can't really exactly remember what order all of their cat names have, <laughs> have gone in. Yeah. 
the thing is, there's just so many that it's hard to keep track of which order they all came out in. Yeah, I can... Yeah, I, I personally agree, but Apple... Apple has also gotten into trouble with not raising the bar enough for system requirements. Mm. Because let's take... Because let's interpret the iPhone 2G and the iPhone 3G and the iPod first two iPod Touches. The, the iPhone 2G and iPod Touch first gen got cut off at iOS 3 and ran that terribly. And the iPhone 3G and the iPod Touch second generation, had, which had the same chip by the way, also got iOS 4 and iOS 4 demolished them completely to where they didn't even get... They didn't get iOS 4.3. That's how bad it was. Oh wow! It stayed on four. They stayed on 4.2.1. Yeah. Wow. And then of course there was the infamous A5 A5 device debacle of iOS 9. I'm sure everybody in the tech community remembers the A5 incident when they got iOS 9. <laughs> I don't because I wasn't. On iPhone and Apple at the time, especially. In fact, I was. I had. I was I using wasn't an really iPad. Into tech at that time. I was using an iPad three and an iPod Touch five at that time, and at the time I didn't notice the speeds because I didn't have anything better. But obvi But now, but when I did my living with iOS nine for a week challenge with the iPhone four S and the iPad two, that was not great. <laughs> I'm willing to bet. Yeah. So. And then, and then okay. Apple obviously isn't. An iPad OS still isn't that professional. It can only replace consumer. Oh grade. yeah, iPad OS is in desperate. It's been in desperate need of work ever since the 2018 iPad Pro came out. I mean, okay, sure, it was that type of hardware that the iPad Pro had at the time, sure, it just came out and they had to think of, maybe they needed time to actually think of all the ideas they needed to add with iPadOS at the time. I, I want to try to give them the benefit of the doubt with the 2018 iPad, but with the M1 iPad especially that came out, no, they needed to do something with iPadOS and I think I've really realized what Apple's trying to market it as ever since iOS 15 came out. There's a couple things with the iPad, well, there's actually one important thing with the iPad that they want to have differentiate, they want to differentiate the iPad and the Mac in terms of pro stuff, what it can do, based on the input method. Touchscreen versus keyboard and mouse, or trackpad. Yeah, that's and, and yeah, so, and it's not just, and Apple, I'm afraid, is going to do this again with the iPod Touch 7th generation because it has the, about the power of the Apple A9 chip, even though it technically... Yeah, the iPod Touch 7, even though it technically has the A10, the same one as the iPhone 7, it's downclocked. Yeah, meaning that I'm afraid that it's either not going to get iOS 16... Or it will get iOS 16 and it will and will reprise the iPod Touch 5, 5 incident. I honestly wouldn't mind if it dropped software support at this time because, I mean, it's too old. We've known this truth for you for years. I mean, the iPod, 
Would you say the iPod is even relevant in today's society? Society. <laughs> society. Nope. Yeah, I. Ever since. I mean, the iPhone has essentially began the cannibalization. I cannot English. Crying out loud. Ever since the iPhone started the cannibalization of. Well, it combined basically an iPod, a cell phone, and. What was it? A camera. It combined in three devices we used to have to carry separately. is what Steve Jobs yeah. said at the event. Yeah, he said internet communicator, but honestly, I think the more important thing to include would probably be a camera because yeah. this has been true of every iPhone. Every iPhone has had a camera. Yeah, because every iPod Touch hasn't had a camera, but every iPhone has. Yeah, so, yeah, the iPhone is, ever since that came out, it combined the iPod into, well, one device with a camera, a cell phone, a music player. It's it's cannibalized so many different markets. Like, I barely know anybody who carries around, like, one of those miniature portable cameras they use for snapping pictures. I don't know anyone. Okay, I know a few people with a flip phone, but it's, like, those who barely spend any money on a smartphone or barely touch their phone. And I never see an iPod out anymore. Yeah. I never actually see somebody use an iPod except my mom to listen to her podcast because, well, she thinks the only way you can listen to podcasts are via the Apple Podcasts app. <laughs> I told her there's podcast apps available on Android. It's just she refuses to leave it. So how does she so. listen to her podcasts? She listens on a... 2015 iPod Touch. Oh, is it? Yeah. Huh. huh, that's fun. Yeah, the 20. Yeah, I need to get. I yeah, I need. Yeah, I'm so close to completing my iPod Touch collection, but the sixth and seventh generations are both so overpriced. And the fifth gen. I'm are trying to figure out what to do with my. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my 6th gen current. All it is at this point is literally just a glorified alarm clock. It's sitting over on my iHome alarm clock, just acting as a music player to wake me up in the morning. That's all it's doing. You should, yeah, you should definitely keep it for your collection. Yeah, I'm keeping it for collection reasons, but yeah, for the most part, I've ran out of uses. My iPhone has pretty much, well, basically replaced it. And the same with my iPod Nano, too. I pretty much have that for... Oh, there it is. It's charging on the floor here. Yeah, this iPod Nano. My first Apple product ever, actually. <laughs> that I worked my butt off to pay for. <laughs> yeah. I basically haven't touched this ever since... Actually, I stopped touching this ever since I got the iPhone 2. I still actually use this even when I got my iPod Touch. Yeah, like the, these, which are my iPod Nanos. I don't really touch these often just because I can't really downgrade them or jailbreak them or anything. Mm, yeah, I mean, I suppose... I mean, even then, it's running a very basic software. I think the Nano 5th Gen and the Nano 7th Generations are the best nanos out there yeah i have to agree the, i have to agree because when it comes to having a small device not having a click wheel is honestly 
one of the best things ever. Yeah, I love because I whilst I love the seventh gen's form factor, the fifth gen's form factor, the fourth fifth gen just has more advanced software and a camera. Oh yeah, it does have a camera. The seventh gen doesn't, and it doesn't have the extras feature and can't play games or anything. <laughs> Though if I recall. The 7th gen is the only iPod Nano ever to get Bluetooth. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that's what I thought. Let me see if mm -hmm. either of these... Th oh, yes, this iPod Nano does still have... My Nano 7 still has juice in it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my... I've actually... Low. Yeah. I need... Yeah. I think the reason why I stopped using this one, because I wanted to continue using it, it's just... Well, the headphone jack on it, well, not that I use headphone jacks anymore with, well, just casual listening anyways, but the headphone jack is actually nearly dead. It's really struggling to produce audio and power and such. So I, thank goodness this thing has Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah, I have, I obviously have a bunch of iPod Nanos because I ha have a way smaller Apple collection than you do. Oh, I don't have that many devices in my collection compared to you. Yeah, I mean, you don't. all I have... I mean, I probably have more newer devices than you. Or, wait, no, now you have an 11 Pro, so, no, no, I only got one newer device than you. <laughs> Scratch that. Yeah, an 11 Pro Max, actually. And in fact, yeah, I'll just... In fact, you can just take a look at all these boxes right here. I don't oh, own yeah. most of these actual products. <laughs> I'm kidding, I actually do own most of the actual products. Like, if you take a look yeah. at, the, at my big drawer, you can't see, like, a 3G, a 3GS, and two 2Gs. <laughs> you can't see a bunch of 4s and 4, 3 4, 4s and 3 4Ss. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy one of those 2Gs if I'm being honest. I have... I've, I've always wanted to add an original iPhone to my collection. They're, they're just so expensive. I know! <laughs> I mean, despite that, in terms of usability, especially today, the 2G is nearly unusable for most people. And yet, they're still absolutely insanely expensive. There's a lot of iPod, and these are most of my classic iPod touches. I totally don't have one second gen, two second one first gen, two second gens, two third gens, and three fourth gens. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot that's of a iPods. Lot. <laughs> and I totally don't have a whole stack of four of four inch devices either. <laughs> I'm trying to think, how many iPhone fours do you have now? Three. Three. Three iPhone fours. <laughs> Yeah, and I totally don't, and of course I totally don't own all one iPod Nano first gen, three, se three second gen Nanos, two third gen Nanos, one You know, maybe this is why you have more subscribers than me. Gen. You have more Apple products than <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I do not have more Apple products than you. Well, I mean... You know what? Since you're bragging and boasting about your collection, why don't I gather my Apple devices all together? Let me see. I'll do that real quick. Uh, that's not an Apple device. That is a capture card. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah. I'll get the rest of my. Yeah, give me a minute, guys. Show. Here, we'll go to ad break. <laughs>
ages since I've taken this out of its packaging. Oh yeah, and I totally don't have an iPod Classic 6 right. generation. Okay, so I think I've got nearly everything. Let me put my earbuds in so I can hear ya. Oh, and I own an Apple TV third gen also. Oh, you have an Apple TV too? Yeah, I got this back in <laughs> August at used tech market. Ah. I'm trying to justify getting an Apple TV or not because, I mean, at this point, I'm basic. I basically should just embrace the fact that I own a ton of Apple products. Why not just add more? Oh, I almost forgot one in particular. <laughs> the polishing cloth. Yeah, what all do you have? All right, so I don't know if it's everything. Like, oh, I guess I forgot my stickers collection, but oh well. Uh, so first device ever is my iPod Nano, as I mentioned. And then later on, got an iPod Touch, and this is just my Apple collection. Well, actually, no, technically I only have Apple devices in my collection now, I, except for my Samsung S7 on that stand right there. So yeah, um, iPod Nano, iPod Touch, my broken iPhone 5C, my first ever iPhone. <laughs> yeah, you should get that fixed sometime. Yeah, I, I need to find a display for it. That would also make an interesting video. Um, my original iPad. Yeah, you can get that. You should get that fixed also. Yeah, I need to find a battery for that. Um, uh, my iPad 4, which I've pretty much stopped using because I just use my Mac more than I do an iPad. Um, speaking of Macs, uh, my latest 16-inch MacBook Pro. <laughs> Your iMac? Can't show it. Yep, my iMac to the side here. My iPhone XS Max. We'll get into more obscure things like my Magic Mouse 2, Space Gray. It's actually, that means it's one of the rarer Magic Mice. Um, I have an AirTag for my keys and um, an AirTag in my wallet. Two of the most common things I, I lose all the time, so I have two AirTags. Um, my AirPods Pro. Uh, Apple polishing cloth. <laughs> it's technically an Apple product. <laughs> yeah, this is te yeah. I'll, I'll I'll actually willingly explain all my Apple pro products in order. So for Max, I have my iBook G3 clamshell. Did you ever get that working? Yep. Yep. I just need to buy a. Mac OS 10 stall CD because I have no clue how to use Mac OS 9. Mm. I have a... I mean, I, I technically have one sitting around that's done me no good. Uh, where is it? Yeah, I suppose that's another Apple product I have in the collection somewhere, wherever that copy of Snow Leopard went. Yeah, I have, an, uh, I have my 2009 MacBook, which I... Currently runs Mac OS Leopard, but I need to. But I'm gonna put an SSD in that and put that, get that up to El Capitan. That is the first Mac I ever owned, which I got back in 2016. I have my 2010, my 2012 MacBook Pro, Pros. My 2010 model works. My 2012 model doesn't. I have yeah, my the 2019 MacBook Pro. Yeah, the 
Yeah, I have some questions for that later That's on in the, later on <laughs> in the show. What, what questions do you have? I'll answer those now. Um, yeah, I suppose we can go into a bit of it. So, biggest question I have is, do you feel it's a pain to not have an Apple Silicon version? Because, I mean, you've got one of the better performing... I'm not exactly too sure if better performing is a good way to describe it due to the thermal issues it has, but you got like a Core i9 in that thing, right? Yeah. So do you do you still feel limited just because you know what Apple Silicon is capable yeah. of? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. If I were buying this myself, I probably would have gotten an Apple Silicon Mac, but it was a birthday present, so... And I'm sure they were able to get a pretty good discount on that, actually, too. It actually cost $2,400. It was brand new. Wait. Oh, wait, but it's got the i9. I was thinking, wait, they spent the same amount of money for a brand new one, but and then I realized, oh, wait, it's a higher spec one. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, and it's got... And then I obviously have both a... I have both... I have my three MacBook Airs, my 2013 model that's slow but works, my two 2014 models. One of them works, one of them doesn't. And then I have a bunch of iP I have a bunch of iPads. Mm -hmm. Three iPad ones, one two two work, one doesn't. One iPad two, one iPad three, two iPad fours, one works, one doesn't. And I've broken Air one, a working mini one, and a working mini two, a Pro nine out seven inches, and an iPad seventh generation. Yeah, I actually realized maybe next paycheck I might be able to get myself a new iPad. Yeah, and the which kind of is really overdue, especially considering what I currently use as my iPad. <laughs> yeah, I have an i. Obviously, for iPhones, I have my two two Gs, two three Gs. One works, one doesn't. Two three Gs's, one works, one doesn't. Three fours, all of them work. Three four S's, all of them work. Two fives, one's iCloud bypass, but one works fine. Works fine except for the battery, which is pretty bad. Two five, three five C's, two work, one doesn't. One five S that works, but has a throttling and bad battery. A six and a six S, both of which work, except the six S has some weird discoloration. An eight plus that works obviously, and an eleven Pro Max, which works obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you have as many... You probably have more iPhones than I do. No. <laughs> no, I only have the two iPhones I have. And then I and then for iPods, I have three iPod minis, two of which are second generations, one of which is a first gen. However, only one there's one blue second gen, which I got from one of my dad's friends. One blue first gen. The second blue second gen does work, but only on the charger and has a falling plate on the top the the mini second first gen doesn't work anymore now i have a silver second gen mini which works fine one ipod nano first gen three nano second generations only one of them works though <laughs> two nano third gens both of which work a nano fifth gen which works with the batteries bad and a nano seven which works i have an ipod classic sixth generation and all the ipod touches pretty 
previously mentioned, and my Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, I think I know why you got more subscribers. <laughs> you just have more Apple products than I do. <laughs> do you think your Apple? Do you think you'll ever get an Apple collection as big as mine? Maybe not necessarily like multiple of the same type of phone, but. I do at least want to collect one of every phone, like um, the OG iPhone 3G and 3GS, 4, 4S, 5, 5S. I already have the 5C in my collection, technically. Um, um, 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6S Plus, such and such like that. I want to try to have one of every single smartphone in my collection. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go like excessive to the point where you have like three iPhone 4s, four iPhone 4s's. I have three 4s's, not four. Oh, three 4s's. Yeah, I don't like Apple. I don't necessarily like having multiple of each phone either, but I've had but one problem is that is that my phones just don't is that I either have former main phones that I like to keep in my collection or else just or else they get broken, so I have to get better ones. Mm. Yeah, for the first time ever, I've actually... Well, it's still technically under my ownership, as I'm the one who's paid for it, and it wasn't purchased from me, but... Notice how I actually didn't mention one of my Apple products yeah, in this entire collection. Yeah, I know you got it. I gave it to my sister. 2011 MacBook Pro. Yeah, I am so grateful I am off of that. My 2010 MacBook Pro, it's a, no, it's a good computer for my collection. I even have the original box for it up there, but... Oh, the original box. I, I should have noticed that, actually. Yeah, it's, but it's not a great computer for action. It's okay for consumer-based things, as I stated. In, it still makes a good backup computer, as I stated in my review, but... It's not reliable enough to be yeah. a main computer. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Oh, something I discovered, actually, in the process of resetting my... I was resetting my MacBook to give it to my sister, and, well, the way you do it is you erase the hard drive and reinstall the operating system, because, well, I guess at the time that's how Apple thought you should have done it. However, um, when you do that, you also lose the pages and numbers and keynote and apps and such like that, so you have to re-download that. I went to re-download that, and I got this pop-up saying, you need to have macOS, I don't remember, is it Catalina or Big Sur, either of the two. You need to have those versions or later. Yeah. In order to download pages. Like, you can't even download a legacy version. You have to have a newer operating system just to even download you could, it. You could theoretically buy a CD, but, the only, but that's because if you logged, that's... There has to be an Apple ID tied to that in order to get that working, as I've discovered. Yeah, so... Yeah, I told my sister, you're going to love this thing, because, like, you can actually do your homework and such off of that with pages, numbers, and keynote. Oh, well, um, guess you can't do that now. Yeah, <laughs> so she would have... So you would have to log She's still going to have to use, Apple like, Google ID Docs. Again in order to do that. And, yeah. and then log back There's out. a way to access that stuff on the cloud, like through the internet browser. That's how I used to do it when I was writing my book on that thing. Because I collaborate with the... Actually, it's technically only being collaborated with one friend, but... Because my book is in collaboration mode and such, I have to have the latest version of Pages if I want to open it via a native app versus going to the website. Yeah, it's 
some things that Apple does is really annoying and confusing, but I'm most of the time it still works and a lot more reliably than Windows 10. Yeah, my Mac. Yeah, that's one. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I actually. I actually try. Yeah, I actually tried to upgrade my MacBook, my 2009 MacBook to newer Mac OS. Only it's, I just thought it, I couldn't because, as it turns out, you for because it currently runs Leopard, you have to get an actual CD in order to do that for a newer Mac OS, and then upgrade it, and then upgrade it once you're on the slightly newer Mac OS. Yeah, yeah it's up, updating the updating older devices back then compared to updating our devices today has. In terms of ease of doing it, it's never been easier. <laughs> but at least, but at least, but at least, but at least that means that it makes it to where there can be rare iPhones. And yeah. Such, because as you know, I don't, because as you know, as you probably don't have no clue on my channel, I like to keep all my devices on their maximum versions of iOS. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that's what I always do with all my devices in my collection. I don't try to downgrade or jailbreak or do any of that stuff. Yeah, he's just a regular Apple user just like I am. <laughs> yeah, I just do. Yeah, I don't ever downgrade. I didn't downgrade my one of my two 2Gs to iOS 1.0. I didn't downgrade my 3G to iOS 2 or my 3GS to iOS 3 or my 4 to iOS 5. Or my 4S to iOS 6, or my 5 to iOS 8. I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any of that stuff. That's yeah. not me. <laughs> I actually did yeah. do all of those downgrades, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys couldn't tell, we were really being sarcastic on that. He, he does a lot of this. I guess that's one of the cool things that I like about your videos. It's... I mean, sure, you got a lot of these devices, but despite that you have all these different devices in your collection, most of your videos are about the software and messing with the software versus the actual device itself. Yeah, I do I do videos about the device in themselves, but not as much. Yeah. I mean, unlike me, on the other hand, I do like to stick with what's new because, I mean, most of the time, well, generally, Something's new, it generates a lot of clicks, except evidently that's not the case yeah, with the two of us, because you do a lot of stuff that's been old, it's been done before, it's nothing new, and yet you get more views and subscribers than I do. Again, yeah, again, again, I do videos on new devices also, but me, but my, the one thing that frustrates me is how I go viral on YouTube. Because you want to get, because obviously you know what my most popular video on my YouTube channel is. I am blanking. Why am I blanking on that? Actually, go to Safari and look it up. Yeah, I'm going right now. Uh, because you we'll test out our cool. Because you're not going to believe what it actually is. Did it actually change? No. Uh, you're just not cool. Well, compared to the rest of the device my videos you're not going to believe what what right. it is iTunes fanboy iTunes fanboy where's the cat looking for the cat I have way too many subscriptions um iTunes fanboy iTunes fanboy right there 
passed it like five times already. That's <laughs> how many subscriptions I have. Eh, I don't need that there. Uh, let me see. Popular uploads. It's Windows 7? Yep, that's the most popular <laughs> video on my channel. Which always ir which irritates me a little bit because when do I do videos yeah, on this, Windows? Yeah, you're not a Windows channel. Yes. Yeah, my videos on Windows go more... Yeah, my videos on Windows 7 go the most viral. That's kind of nuts, actually. It makes sense because... Because, I mean, though, sure, people might get nostalgic of all my old Apple device videos. Yeah, here, uh, let me actually pull it up on the podcast screen. Uh, let's minimize that real quick. Uh, pulling up on the pod pop popular uploads right here. Um, Windows 7 is the most popular. And then below that, there's the best of the iTunes fanboy right on the homepage. Using Windows 7 in 2022, 13 years later, still supported. 3.5 thousand views. Next to that, how to downgrade the iPhone 4S, iPad that's 2 actually, to... Uh, actually, that's just a arrangement of my videos that I made. You should actually check out the popular upload section. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, okay, so when, using Windows 7 2021, still good. Uh, 9.1 9 thousand views. Um, next to that, we have on wireless charging lamp unboxing demo and uh, the rest of the titles cut off. Uh, Six and a half thousand views. <laughs> it's only the third video that actually is an Apple device, which is the iPad third generation in early 2019. That's actually six point four thousand. My most popular video is actually YouTube Short, which it doesn't show. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, the desktop isn't really good for showing the YouTube Shorts and such. Yeah, and then of course. And then, of course, let me actually pull it up on my thing, too. Hello? Huh. Where'd the FaceTime go? Uh. Oh, and you. And do you want to guess what my fourth most popular long video is? Oh, it's the 16-inch. Oh, wait, long video? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the regular YouTube videos. Yeah, the 16-inch. <laughs> no, it's about my 2010 Mac Pro. Oh, where's... Oh, I'm looking under uploads. My bad. Uh, yeah, mid-20... Yep, no, there's most popular uploads. Yep, right there. I was looking at the wrong category. Yeah. Okay, where's the FaceTime window? I can't find it. And you should obviously... And if you look sort my videos by most popular, you just actually be surprised what goes viral on my channel. Hello. My FaceTime window just completely disappeared. That is so weird. FaceTime window. Wow, what happened to the FaceTime window? It's just gone. It's still here for me. Yeah, I can't, I can't find my FaceTime window. I'm opening Mission Control, and it says it doesn't exist. Why don't you just go down to your dock and find the FaceTime app? I, I long pressed on that, and it's not showing any windows. That is so weird. Wait, show all windows. There you are! Okay! 
<laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> and of course you'd be surprised. And of course the rest of my popular uploads will just surprise you. Might surprise you, they might not. Yeah. yeah. Next up in the popular uploads, Windows 7 in 2022, <laughs> 13, uh, 2013 MacBook Air, um, iPad, Logitech, what is, oh, macOS El Capitan. And then my iPhone collection video where you can see how big my, how small my iPhone collection used to be. Yeah, compared to your current collection today, that's not exactly that big. But still a pretty good amount of life. I exclude the broken ones in that video, because I usually like to exclude broken devices from my collection videos. Yeah, it makes sense. So that was only... <laughs> so it's actually not that small compared to, compared to all my working iPhones today. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we've been talking a lot about, uh, I, I've had some notes on topics that I think we should have talked about, so, yeah, we've had quite a fun t day of talking about yeah. this stuff. Well, what were your other plans? So, topics? yeah, let's get back on topic. So, um, I was talking about trying to get a new iPhone. AT&T's got a great deal. And, <laughs> you know what, let's talk, can we talk about the upcoming iPhone, the iPhone 14? Yeah, there's rumors of that coming out in May, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I have actually decided that I didn't want to really make a dedicated video on any leak or rumor about this iPhone, and that's because, honestly, it's not very exciting. Yeah, like... <laughs> At least to me. Tabby Pears and I do talk a lot about iPhone rumors on our podcast just because we like to cover Apple rumors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I need this opinion. I can't remember this opinion off the top of my head. So, this is, this might be known about us. I prefer the notch. You prefer the camera hole. How do you feel about Apple finally catering, saying, okay, these people want a camera hole, we're not going to give them one camera hole, we're going to give them two oh, camera I, holes to please them. Yeah, I want one camera hole, not two. Apple doesn't understand. I, <laughs> oh, jeez. And another I mean, irritating... I could to at least tolerate one camera hole. It's not my preferred. I prefer the notch, but I could at least tolerate a camera hole. But what is this? The eye hole. <laughs> it is so bad. I mean, this is giving me the same exact vibes I had when I originally saw the design leaks for the iPhone 11. <laughs> I just looked at that and I'm like, that camera bump, it looks like such a mess. And everyone, especially to this day, they all tell me, well, you never look at the back of your phone, so does it even matter? Well, well, when you use your smartphone as your main camera for YouTube, I guess it kind of does, but okay, fine. Maybe uh, when I'm using the phone, I actually look at the front more than I do the back. But that doesn't change the fact that the 11 Pro's camera bump is still a mess. I, I actually it, it like still it, looks like that's a mess. just me, but my mom did did not like it and she said quote unquote Steve Jobs would not like this camera hole 
Yeah, I mean, so I didn't like that camera bump originally, and fine, okay, maybe I don't look at it as the back as I do on the front. But now there's this... I mean, it's not even symmetrical in any way, shape, or form. It looks like a mess on the front. And now you can't use the excuse, well, how are you supposed to use the excuse? Well, you don't look on your... You don't look at the front of your phone as much as you do the others. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, how am I supposed to ignore this? Oh, yeah, and Apple's going to, of course, <laughs> and Apple's, of course, doing the stupid thing of putting the A15 chip in the iPhone 14 and 14 Max instead of the, instead of the A16, and they're making the stupid decision of making the 14 Max in the first place. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a stupid decision, if I'm being honest. What would be a stupid decision is getting rid of an option. Adding an option, to me, isn't that bad of an idea. I like the idea of adding options. Removing options, that's when I allow myself to get more questionable. That's, yeah, that's the... I'm still so irritated that they're putting the A15 chip in them and basically making them glorified 13 Pro Maxes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the 14 and 14 Max are going to be the biggest failures we've ever seen in the iPhone. I'm not too sure because, I mean, we all know, I mean, sure, we may not like it, but, and despite that, we don't like to have this group of people represent us because, I mean, most of the time it's not true, but, I mean, there is that cult following that still does buy these things every year because... Well, it's a cult following, and I guess it's kind of hard to be associated with that is because it can be taken wrong in so many ways. Like, for the most part, people buy the iPhone because it's a good smartphone, and they know it's a good smartphone. They can trust that whatever Apple puts out, it's a good smartphone, even though they've come out with some questionable designs in the past few years, if I'm being honest. So I'm also irritated that Apple isn't trying to make iPhones thinner anymore. That I can see to be a bit irritating because I, I want mean, thin stuff. I don't want I don't want thicker stuff. I want thin stuff. I prefer thinner stuff too. I mean, I don't want it too thin to the point where there's a high risk of breaking it. Like, like maybe iPhone six levels of thin. Maybe we don't need it like that thin. But I I still want iPhone six thin. I want even thinner than that, honestly. Really? Yeah, because people are just being too careless with their phones with Bendgate. And the six yeah, that is true. That was a result of people just being careless. I will agree to plus, that. The 6 Bendgate, Bendgate was not the biggest issue of the 6 and 6 Plus. Touch I, touch, there were many other issues like Air 53, touch disease, battery throttling... Well, actually, even though, yeah, technically battery, no, no, it wasn't technically battery throttling, it was performance throttling, but um, Apple didn't clarify that, and because we didn't know what was going on, we all saw it as this really big issue, because we had no idea what was going on, we had no idea why it was behaving that way. I can see why Apple does it, I just wish they would have told us firsthand. Yeah, because that always irritates me how they do things. Yeah, because as a result of that, my, that's what caused my mom to upgrade from her 6 Plus to her 8 Plus.
Yeah, yeah. They, they really, really should have clarified this as a feature from the beginning. Because honestly, uh, I think it's a good feature, especially for, especially if it's most to your average consumer. I think the average consumer would prefer a phone that stays on versus a phone with a lot of performance. Yeah. Wouldn't that be reasonable to assume? So I can see why they're doing that for battery life intents and purposes. And the way it actually works is first the battery health has to degrade to 80%. But even once it gets to 80%, that doesn't actually automatically trigger the power limiting system. It actually gets triggered by an un the first unexpected shutdown. That's actually what a activates it. Hmm. Don't know if anybody else knows that, but that's actually how it gets activated. So I found that interesting. And yeah, now that we know how this works, what's in what it's intended for and how to deal with it once it does happen, because it's eventually going to happen to our devices anyway. I think it's a really good feature. I just wish that they would have clarified it from the beginning. Because a thing, my mom actually got a refund for I think twenty to twenty five dollars because of that. Yeah, that's a good way to compensate for that the refund. <laughs>